Welcome back to the Hard Parking Podcast. This is your host, Jay Finning, running solo. This is a short and abbreviated podcast because it's just after Thanksgiving weekend. But first, the Hard Parking Podcast is sponsored by Talk Mobile. Talk Mobile is an innovator in retail and works with organizations like T-Mobile. It operates in stores throughout Arizona, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Louisiana. For more information and to jumpstart your career, please visit talkmobilenet.com. Again, that's talkmobilenet.com, our primary title sponsor. So last week was Thanksgiving. I want to talk about Thanksgiving. I want to talk about some traditions. My parents came into town. I see them maybe once every 12 to 18 months. So some of you may have seen on my Instagram, two years ago, I'm chilling at home on a Wednesday, get a call from my mother. Parents live in Minnesota. My father wasn't doing too good. They rushed him to the hospital. By the time she called me, he was unconscious, needed a needed open heart surgery. Uh, wanting to be there for my mother, I booked the earliest flight I could book, which was midnight Thanksgiving. So after Thanksgiving dinner, got ready, went to the airport, flew out, spent time with my mother. Was out there for two or three days, I don't remember. But you know, during the time, you know, my father, his heart wouldn't beat on its own. They couldn't fully revive him, so he was alive by the machine. Ended up getting a heart transplant. Everything's good to go. So, you know, that's the last time I've seen them was two years ago. Yeah. So fast forward, parents came out this year, but it got me thinking about some of the traditions of Thanksgiving, you know, over the years. Our family was, I guess, traditional. I mean, your tradition all depends on your culture, your upbringing, and where it is in the world you were raised, I guess. So we grew up in Texas. Parents are from the north. I was an adopted child. Father's father's from Prussia. Last name has a German ring to it, Finning, right? Mother was, her people came from Norway, so they're Norwegian. But anyway, they're both from Minnesota. So we had, you know, turkey, stuffing. Um, I hated cornbread growing up. My mother made hot water cornbread or she made yellow cornbread, but it was never Jiffy. See, I didn't discover Jiffy till I got out of the house. World change, man. It'll change your life. Then, you know, a green bean casserole. You know, shit like that. Those nasty cranberries. Can we get rid of cranberries? Cranberry sauce sucks. That cranberry jelly sucks. My wife likes to buy cranberries, although we didn't do it this year, thank God. But she likes to buy cranberries. She just floats them around in vases with, you know, those little tea. I don't know what they're called, those little candles. And that's all they do. We don't eat them. They just float around in water for the holidays, and then we throw them out. It's a waste of food. I don't know if you guys have ever bought those, but they look like little crab apples. But if you don't know what a crab apple is, then I suggest you Google it. You know, we never had a lot of family growing up. It was basically just us and then maybe like one or two relatives. You know, we never had friends over for for Thanksgiving. You know, our closest relative was 1,200 miles away. Uh, But, you know, I grew up in Dallas. One of the, the memories I always have growing up in the Dallas area, Garland, Texas, representing is most of the time on Thanksgiving, we'd get like a wintry mix. You know, the leaves obviously would change color. And we'd leave the house and we'd go out and we'd try to find football games, like pick up football games. I don't know if kids are doing that today in, you know, late 2019, but that's all I remember doing. You know, any days we're off school, we had snow days, you know, or just the fall days, holidays, you go out and you find a football game in the neighborhood. And sometimes you'd walk for, you know, half a mile or a mile, you ride your bike for two miles and you'd meet up at some random park behind some grocery store, play football, come home with a concussion but you had a time of your life and you know, those are, you know, some of the things that I remember growing up, it's usually where it takes me back, you know, obviously watching Barry Sanders and watching, you know, the Cowboys and the lions and whoever else would play on, on Thanksgiving. But 
To me, Thanksgiving tradition, besides the food, was just playing pickup football for all those years. So over this Thanksgiving break, we did a second food drive. And, you know, as I've mentioned it before, but I don't talk about it often, I'm one of the co-owners, founders of the One Auto Movement, oneautomovement.com, selfless plug, because this is my podcast today. Got nobody else on here but me. And what we try to do is when we throw events is we try to attach it to something meaningful. You know, we did a cruise before and we, you know, there were Arizona wildfires. So I told everybody show up to the cruise, bring a case of water. We're going to take it down to the local fire department and we're going to donate water and they can disperse and, and use it for, you know, for the firefighters. They can donate to the Red Cross, whatever. So this one less event that we did on 11-23 is our second event with the United Food Bank of Arizona. And so what this was, it was a huge show. We had a few vendors, but it was a car show and charity at the same time. So without boring you guys too much, so we had trophies. So I worked on the trophies here. And by here, I'm sitting in a hotel room. I'm actually sitting on my bed in a hotel room in Palm Springs. I got the boom mic set up. I got the pop filter set up. I got my field recorder going, the Zoom H5. No need to give them a plug because they're not you know, sponsoring anything. But some of the sponsorship money I used to kind of offset the price of that. So now I don't have to be hooked up to a normal computer all the time. But the last time I was out here, every night after work, I couldn't go out and have a nice dinner. I know, oh, poor me, right? You know, I had to go to the store, try to find spray paint, try to find little cars because we built the trophies. And so I had to assemble half the trophies here while Mimi, which you heard in the last podcast, Rad or Die Mimi, she built half the trophies in Phoenix. So that was our rush of the week. So anyway, so we had those trophies for one last. We had first, second, third place for car show. We had a, a trophy for the biggest single donation. We had a trophy for the largest team donation. And by donation, we're talking food items, non-perishable food items. And then we had a trophy for the most donation bags, emergency donation food bags assembled. At the end of the day, we ended up assembling or donating enough food to feed, to provide over 18,000 meals. So we had doubled our effort from the first show. So I don't know what you did during your Thanksgiving weekend, but we did that. So that was pretty awesome. And then a week later, we ended up doing, okay, so that was just before Thanksgiving. So after Thanksgiving, we did another event with a local car club called Team Evolved Arizona, and it was open to all crews. And I don't want to get caught up in ranting about crews showing up to events and car clubs and the beef that they have because... When we throw events, they're for everybody. We tell people it's for everybody. So if you're in a car club and your president decides you guys aren't going to go, or if you guys decide you're not going to go because it's not your specific event or you're beefing with another event, that's your bad. Not our bad. It's your bad because this event we did with Team Evolved was called Stuff the Trunks event. And it was a toy drive. There's toy drives all the time this time of year. So people showed up and they just stuffed their toy in someone's trunk. Not their ass, the trunk of their car. And so that was a pretty big event, and they were able to collect a lot of toys to go and, and drop off of the donation. So that was my Thanksgiving weekend. The Tesla Cybertruck came out, and I got to say, I don't hate it. I don't know why I don't hate it. I just don't hate it. Actually, I do think I know why I don't hate it, because it kind of reminds me of an early 1982 picture of what a truck would look like in the year 2000. We obviously missed the boat. By 20 years. We do not have an Instagram highlight of the week. However, that still does not mean we don't have sponsors. So I want to take this time to go ahead and thank Dress Up Bolts. Follow them at dressupbolts.com. They have unique titanium bolts that not only vastly improve the look of your vehicle, but also serve a purpose as well. I have them on my NSX. 
They're available to dress up the engine and the engine bay, and they have kits ready to go for specific applications. And they're also now available in red, so make sure you go to dressupbolts.com, put in your year, make, model, whatever, and see if they have a ready-made kit for you. If not, they can help you assemble a kit. Again, that's dressupbolts.com. Let's talk about Palm Spring drivers. Again, I'm in Palm Springs. And my God, these people are frustrating as hell. So this time of year, and we have this at Phoenix too, but more so here because it's kind of an abbreviated, like a small area. As you know, I like to go to Starbucks and get my coffee. And it gets busier and busier and busier because the snowbirds are coming in by the droves. So every Sunday when I get in town, there's just the airport is just that much more full. Right. But when I go out and I'm driving on these roads, there's no so the speed limit's forty five or fifty, depending on where you're at. So you could you'll find people that are going forty five, you'll find people that are going fifty five, you'll find people that are going sixty, you'll find people that are going fifteen and twenty, like in the middle of the lane. So what happens is you come hammering down the road and you bet you you have to freaking slam on your brakes. And go around these people. And they're just random. It's like I'm fucking playing Frogger or something. It's like one of those old car games, the old school ones, where you just have this, for some reason, just a super slow person just pulls out in front of you. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? I like that self-edit, by the way. Anyway, so I'm going through Starbucks. And these cars are popping out all over the place. And I'm telling you, it is so unnerving. I just want to... So what I've done now is I'll pull up to Starbucks. I'll go past Starbucks. I'll park in the open parking lot past the street of Starbucks. Or past the lot of Starbucks, like 40 feet away, 50 feet away. And I'll just kind of play Frogger through the intersection with myself because there's a stop sign there for some weird reason in the middle of a parking lot. Middle of a busy parking lot. Maybe that's why there's a stop sign there. But my God. And can we te- please can we please turn the cups so I can read my name? So we're still struggling with that out here. Although today it rained. It rained and it was cold. And interestingly enough, went to Starbucks and there was hardly anybody there. I think the, the elderly get super cold and they don't come out when it's raining. I find that kind of funny. Looking at my Instagram feed right now, and I do these polls, and 66% of you wanted me to review this Ford Expedition that I'm driving this week. So how did I end up in a giant Ford Expedition? As I said in the last segment, getting into the airport, there's just a gajillion people here. And this is coming off of Thanksgiving. And the woman says, well, all we have are minivans and SUVs. Okay. Why did you even say minivan? Just tell me what SUVs you have. It's just me. Do I look like I want to walk, drive around in a minivan? This is like a Ford, uh, Honda Odyssey. Those are, I heard those are pretty badass. So anyway, I end up getting this Ford Expedition. I'm like, Expedition, is it a Max or just a normal one? Because there's a big difference. Literally. When I was working in Cooperstown, New York for a few months at the end of 2017, it seems like all they had were Expedition Maxes, Expeditions, but it wasn't in Cooperstown. You pick it up in either Albany or Syracuse, and then you drive like an hour and a half north to the Baseball Hall of Fame, except for it's in the middle of the winter. So half the town was shut down because it's a very seasonal town, which makes sense. Uh, but anyway, so um, it's not the first time I've had an Expedition as a rental car. But this time I pick up the Expedition, and first thing I realize is, my God, this thing has got some oomph. This thing is fast, right? But I don't look up the stats, you know, none of that shit. I'm just kind of driving it, driving it, driving it. Today I was driving and I looked over and I saw someone driving my car. And by my car, I'm talking not the NSX, but I have a 2007 Infiniti FX Sport at home. That's my daily driver. And it looks so small next to me. I was kind of looking at it like, ah, you little bitch. Driving around that wussy ass ride. And I was like, wait a minute, that's my car. 
So I got kind of a tough guy syndrome rolling around this Ford Expedition. So I looked it up. It's 2019 Ford Expedition. It's got 25,000 miles on it, which you know how I feel about a lot of miles on rental vehicles. I mean, this thing has been probably to Alaska and back, but it's a nice ride. Super freaking peppy. And yesterday I'm leaving work and I look down because I'm, I'm like, wow, this thing is fast. I mean, you know, it's a big ass SUV, but this thing is fast. And I look at the fuel gauge and I'm, you know, I've already used up like a quarter tank of gas. And then right next to it, I see this thing that says PSI zero to 20. And I pause and I go, oh, wait a minute. This thing's turbo. Holy shit. Up to 20 PSI. So this thing has 375 horsepower, right? Turbo. So no wonder it's quick. It's got this thing where I unlock the door and the little step comes out. You guys may have seen, seen it on Instagram. I think that's quite nifty. Uh, makes me feel a little pampered. About as pampered as you can feel rolling around in a $68,000 SUV rental. Um, it, it's got CarPlay. I really like it. As you guys know, CarPlay. No CarPlay, no J. I really like the CarPlay. I really like everything about it. I would never buy it. It's too freaking big for me. Um, but God, that would make my trips to Home Depot a hell of a lot easier than that little SUV that I went past today. Which, by the way, it's the exact same thing I have. You know, I told you my parents were in town. And I built this bump out in the living room. My wife's always wanting me to build shit, right? And I'm not Bob the Builder, nor do I play one on TV because I'm not on TV. But I bought these metal studs and I did all the framing and all that bullshit. So my father's in town and we go to Home Depot, bless his heart. He's like 80 and he's got a fake heart and he's just old and not strong like he thinks he is. But we're sitting there fucking with the gypsum board, which is sheetrock for, for those of you who don't know. We cut it in half in the store, so now I have, we buy three sheets of, you know, four by eight, half inch. We don't need anything bigger. It's internal, internal wall, mostly cosmetic. It's for the, the electric fireplace and the TV, which, by the way, I bought another TV, like every other sucker on Black Friday. So that'll be here this weekend. So anyway, trying to put that shit in my infinity. I don't know how the hell I got it before because that thing is like a quarter inch too narrow. So you have to like turn it to the side and you got to weeble wobble it over like the carpet and all the weird internal molding of the back. And it was all getting cut up and we were freaking dying, trying to put it in there. And my father's trying to lift the whole thing up. I'm like, dad, just, just freaking just chill. Right. And he said to me, son, you either need to get a bigger vehicle or stop building shit. If I had the expedition, that wouldn't be a problem. So, that's the usefulness of it. Uh, gas mileage, not great, but you know, you don't have to have 500 people with you. If you, you know, have the opportunity to rent one, this is a limited edition, of course. Um, but it's nice. That's my official review on, <laughs> on the, I'm sorry. It's not more, you know, professional review. Like this thing handles with six G's and blah, 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 blah. blah. I don't care. Is it good for me when I'm working? You know, I, the lady told me I can come back on like Monday or Tuesday and trade it in for a smaller vehicle. But because of you people, you know, with the Jay's rental car of the week, which by the way, I don't have a sponsor for that yet, but you know, you people are the reason why I decided to just keep it because I knew somebody will want me to review it. And for those of you who don't want me to review stuff like this, I'm sorry, I don't use Turo. This is company money. I don't really feel like driving around in somebody else's nice car. I don't trust the process. I don't trust the system. Um, I've heard nightmares from Turo owners. Yeah, nor do I go out and say, let me get the keys to that Carrera. Like it just doesn't happen. 
You know, I rent normal vehicles because of my status. Sometimes I get nicer vehicles, but I don't get anything badass. So just deal with it. So when I ask you if you want me to rent this 2020 Hyundai Sonata, you better say yes, because I want to tell you all about it. And by the way, this has a push start button. No switchblade knife, no butterfly knife. It's weird. The first day I had it, I was like, wow, this thing doesn't have that stupid automatic shutoff shit. For some reason, the next day I noticed it and I've noticed it ever since. It's up on the dash. So car makers do this thing where they like to move the button around. It should be standard. Like the radio is in the middle. Everybody knows the radio is in the middle. No one puts the radio on the passenger floorboard. No one puts the radio on the ceiling. Can we put that fucking Avengers kill button in the console right in the middle? I don't want to have to sit there and search for it because that's not safe. That's dangerous. Although there's no Instagram profile highlight of the week, I still need to take this opportunity to thank NSX Channel sponsor. You need to follow at NSX Channel on Instagram, which is your number one source for all NSX content. Follow the most active page, hashtag NSX, or you can visit them on facebook.com forward slash NSX channel forward slash followed by people like me. In fact, if you go to their page, you'll see my car in front of the Hot Wheels sign because damn it, they support me and I support them. Ran by an awesome guy named Nico, Mr. Nico Zaga. So make sure you check out NSX channel, one of our official sponsors. I have a whole list of guests coming up on future podcasts. Don't want to spoil them, but some of them are well-known in the automotive industry as far as the social media world. A lot of them are local. Some of them I haven't actually reached out yet and begged them for their time. And then I'm still looking. I'll have a few co-hosts in here. And that's what you can look forward to in December and especially in the year 2020 while Brando is busy working on the hard parking network out there. All right, that's all the time I have for you guys this week. Thank you for putting up with my most annoying voice and my really weird scattered takes, especially on the Ford Expedition. I want to thank TalkMobileNet.com. I want to thank DressUpBolts.com. I want to make sure I thank NSX Channel. I want to make sure I even thank Anchor, who is our podcast host. Last but not least, we got to make sure we thank the Passion Hi-Fi for the tunes that I use. You can download those on SoundCloud.com. Again, that's the Passion Hi-Fi. Hot H-I-F-I. Guys got a lot of music. You might want to check them out. See you guys next time. I think I'm going to go to bed. Later. Shut up!